and welcome and welcome back to Psalms 46.5 with your host, Samara Anton. Hey guys, I miss y'all so much. Like, I really did. And before you guys say, um, ma'am, you've been missing since June. Yes, I have. Um, I, I was going through it. Let's just say that. June, I got really sick, was in the hospital. And then after that, every time I try to record, I would lose my voice. And I feel like like now I was telling a friend about it and she was telling me like that was God telling you you are not ready to do this ministry yet and God has been preparing me and I've gone through a lot of things and God has gotten me through them but I am proud to say that now my priorities are straight and everything is being taken care of right right okay guys so before I start I also wanted to clarify some things because Um, When I started this ministry, when I started this podcast, I realized, well, looking back, I'm now realizing that I wasn't really doing it for God's glory, but so others can see how I was living. But now, as I said before, my priorities are straight. So this podcast is only for God's glory and God's glory alone. This has nothing to do with me. This is just so you guys can see how God has been leading me and how God has been getting me through situations and how I have been serving the Lord God. So this podcast is only for Jesus' glory and Jesus' glory only. Everything I do, I pray that is in Jesus' name and that everything goes smoothly. But let's get into this episode. So to start off this episode, um, as y'all could tell from the title, this episode is going to be about being single and singleness. And I'm just going to be talking about what God has taught me about being single because let me tell y'all, the past few months have been hectic and romantically, it's really been like, okay, I'm learning lessons. And I feel like God is really preparing me to be the woman that he wants me to be. So I'm letting y'all know what it's like to be single as a Christian and what God expects of us and how it's been going for me. So let's get into that episode. So we're going to start off with what is being single and what it does it mean to me. And we're also going to talk about what the Bible says about being single. So let's start off with our definition of singleness, like, you know, the worldview. Being single is something that, like, this generation just dreads so much. Like, if you really, like, like, I have friends, I've actually gone through this myself, like, where I'm like, I need a man, I need a boyfriend, like, I need, I need a man to hold it down, whatever, right? But we don't really realize that in reality, we really, we're not seeking for another person but we're seeking for something to fill up that void that emptiness that's inside that depression and um insecurities you know seeking for someone else to lean on someone else to you know give them that joy give them that happiness that they are seeking in life because when they go to sleep at night um by themselves they're like dang like i need someone next to me i need a man but in reality That person that you're longing for really can't do nothing for you. Most people really search for validation from a significant other when they are single. So they literally look and search anywhere. And once they find that person, they can't they can't get they can't get used to the idea of being on their own. They're scared of that idea. So once a person leaves their life, they're looking for the net. Like I've been through this where I'm like I broke up with someone before. Or like someone has left my life and I'm like, dang, I need a new man. Like I, I was leaning on what that other person was giving me as a crutch, you know, to pour my insecurities out on and to like, you know, make me feel better about myself. 
So how the dictionary defines singleness, it's the quality or state of being alone. Um, some synonyms, because I can't get that word right, is isolation and loneliness. The, the, this definition actually sounds really depressing, but for the body of Christ, it's actually hopeful. And it's an opportunity for us to grow in Christ, you know, not leaning on, you know, our significant other to give us that crutch, that feeling of being fulfilled. So let's open up our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 35. I'm saying this to help you, not to limit you, but I want you to live in the right way, to give yourselves fully to the Lord without concern for other things. In the Bible, we see that singleness is defined as a way to pursue an undistracted devotion to God. Being single has its ups and downs, and making the decision to stay single, if you are led by the Holy Spirit to do so, or if you feel in your spirit to do so, it's really hard because as human beings, we are we have that need for companionship, that need to be with someone. Like even in Genesis, God saw that Adam could not find companionship in any of the animals. So that is why he made Eve. But when we are led to enter that season of singleness, it's an opportunity for us to grow in God and stand on him as our firm foundation. A beautiful blessing that may come from this is not only creating that beautiful relationship with God and also, you know, being able to connect with him, but it's also knowing that you are becoming that man or woman of God that will be able to create a relationship with your spouse and build off what what God has in store for you guys. So when you look into that season of singleness, don't look at it as, oh my gosh, I'm going to be single. I'm going to be by myself. Because in all reality, you're never by yourself. You have God. You have Jesus. Like you will always have Jesus by your side. You will never be by yourself. That one thing that you gain when you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, or if you do want to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, you will gain friendship and relationship with your God, your Jesus. So now let's move on and let's talk about my experiences with being single. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Let me stop. Baby, it is hard. Okay, at the moment I am single and let's just say it is really hard for your girl. Like I'm I'm a people person. I love having company. I love being able to, you know, give affection and show love to my friends and to um, people I'm, you know. Anyway, at the moment, I've been going through singleness, you know, friendship-wise and romantically. And let's just say your girl is thriving, um, but I wasn't always thriving, okay? I was not always thriving. It took me a while to get here. Before my season of singleness, I found myself struggling. I found myself in two situations where I felt like I really liked these people. Well, not at the same time. They were different, two different situations. I felt like I really liked the person, and but there was always something keeping me back from pursuing them. So I was in two situations where I felt like, you know, I could pursue something with them, but something was holding me back. God, <laughs> okay. So that something was my desire for God. And in each relationship, I saw how my spiritual growth would be stunted. I saw how they would take me away from God. They would lead me astray from the path that I was walking on. Even though I really liked them, 
and I felt like I could move past those red flags, I still made the right decision to listen to God and obey God because I know God will never forsake me. He will never lead me astray the way, you know, people can. So I trusted God and I let go of those relationships. And let's just say they, that hurt so much because as I said before, I'm a people person. And when I meet people, I get, let's just say I get a little attached. Let's just say that. So leaving those people alone or leaving those people behind and, you know, taking forth with my path with God, it was really hard for me. I went through so much, so much ups and downs, but let's, looking back, I see how God saved me from so much more heartbreak than what I had to deal with. Like, I, I just see myself rolling, crying on the floor from what I would have went through if I had stayed in those situationships and though it was really really hard for me I took some time to try and heal and try to listen to what God had to say and figure out where we stood me and God where me and God stood and let's just say I had so much I had and I probably do still have so much spiritual wounds that needed and still need to be healed. I realized that I lead on others to comfort me, to satisfy my loneliness. I attach myself to people and I lack the realization that everyone is temporary, but God is always with me. God is eternal. And I feel like that so much people forget that. They forget that God will always be there for you more than what your boyfriend will be there, your parents, like... I just started to put my trust fully into God. And I always had that desire, that longing for someone to love me unconditionally without having to give up my body or act a certain way. And God showed me like his unconditional love. God has shown me that over and over and over again. He really opened my eyes to what wounds I had that needed to be healed. So now let's move on to how I'm feeling. Right now, my desire, my number one desire is to put God first, obey him, and put all my trust into him. And to see what he has in store for me, that he may bless me with a man that is kingdom bound and spiritually led. And until then, I am good where I'm at. I'm good being single on my own with God. Because let's just say, if I rush it, if we rush it, if you really rush into a relationship that you know, like, you know deep down like god did not send this man but you know he's christian or he or she's you know she's a good woman of god she prayed she's a prayer warrior baby that don't mean god sent her that does not mean god sent her i want to be able to be spirit-led i want to be able to discern who is for me and who is not for me because one thing about it not everyone in this world is for you. So being able to obey God's word and being able to be spirit led and focus on what God has in store for you, you will never be led astray. You will never be confused because God is not a God of confusion. Okay. So with that being said, my faith, (laughs) let's talk about my faith. My faith has been growing and it's flourishing. Every day the spirit is teaching me something. Every day the spirit is leading me towards the kingdom. And like, I feel like my friends, my friends can vouch for me because, baby, let's talk about the other day. The other day, my friend was, like, going off. And usually, you know, I stay I stay away from that stuff. I don't really, like, put myself into other people's, like, business. 
But I actually stepped in and I was telling her, you know, no, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. You know, I was actually trying to lead her towards the good path, you know, telling her what's right, what's wrong. And I really feel like the Holy Spirit has been leading me and pushing me to, you know, speak up about things because I really have not been like that. I really be like, "Mm, if they want to do what they want to do, then let them do it. But, you know, the Holy Spirit is like, nah, Samara, you know, you got to call them out. So now let's talk about my thoughts on love. And let's just say, yes, these past relationships really did hurt. They put me in a horrible place. But that doesn't mean I lost hope, baby. I did not lose hope because my my man is somewhere out here, you know, being the man. (laughs) I'm sorry, but okay. But like my man is somewhere out there and, you know, God's God's working on him and I'm being patient. I haven't lost hope because this is in Psalms 46, 10. Be still and know that I am God. OK, he is God. He will never forsake me. And I trust that he will never forsake me. And if I have this desire to be to get married, you know, and have a fruitful relationship that is surrounded by God, I know it is of God because what what? God made us to have companions and he he made me to have this desire to be married and I'm gonna be patient I'm trusting Lord because everything will come in due time God won't forsake me God is not a God of confusion so I will trust in him and I will be still and know that he is God I'm not gonna worry about it that's what being still means okay being still means to trust in him don't worry about it don't even think twice about it just trust that he got it okay So that's how I feel about, you know, finding love or whatever, finding a relationship. So now, now we're going to move on, on how God wants us to go about being single, you know? So number one, he wants us to focus on him. In 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 32 to 34, let's open up our Bibles. It says, I want you to be free from anxieties. The unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord how to please the Lord, but the married man is anxious about worldly things, how to please his wife, and his interests are divided. And the unmarried or betrothed woman is anxious about the things of the Lord, how to be holy in body and spirit, but the married woman is anxious about worldly things, how to please her husband. I say this for your own benefit, not to lay any restraint upon you, but to promote good order and secure your undivided devotion to the Lord. So let's talk about what I just read. Relationships, especially relationships that are not surrounded by God and are not fruitful are very, very distracting. It may create a rift in you and God's relationship, but only if you let it boom, only if you let it. So that is your opportunity to think, hmm, maybe this person is not going to be fruitful when it comes to me, God's relationship. Maybe this person is going to be distracting me to what God has in store for me. Maybe this person is going to be leading me away from what Christ has in store for me. Maybe this person is going to, you know, be dragging me off the path that I'm walking towards the Lord. So now it's your decision. Hey, maybe I'm going to have to, you know, cut this off, let it go. Because in all reality, God has to come first in our lives. You know, if God doesn't come first, then this is all for nothing. All for nothing, bro. So now this is where we stop and we take a pause and we have to let God show us which areas in our life that needs to be worked on. And ways that we can do this is fasting, intentionally reading our Bible, not just opening up our Bible, flipping a page and like, God, speak to me. Because let me tell you something, I am, I am 
someone who's done this, I've opened my Bible and be like, Lord, speak to me like he's some magic genie or a tarot card or something. And let's just say guilty, but I stopped doing that. If I really do have something I want to read about, I go on Google, search up what does the Bible say about blah, blah, blah. Or for example, what does the Bible say about singleness? And whatever chapter brings me, I say, okay, boom, I'm going to read that chapter, like 1 Corinthians chapter 7. I'll read that chapter, read the whole chapter, take notes, do a Bible study. And if the Lord speaks to me, well, the Lord will always speak to me through the through his word. But, you know, if anything really sticks out, I'm going like, I'm, I'm to write it down, you know. That's how we intentionally read our Bibles. And another way to be able to let God show us which areas in our life we need to be working on or need to be worked on is intentionally praying and praying for others and asking God to you know work on our hearts as well because if we op- if we don't open up and let God work on our hearts we're not going to see a change in character we're not going to see a change in how we are walking in the spirit so being able to open up our hearts and let God show you hey you know this is what needs to be changed and let him put you through situations that can change how you are acting babes we're not going to get anywhere if we don't do that. Another way of how God wants us to go about singleness is letting God work on you and lead you. Letting God take the wheel is not easy, especially me. I'm a control freak. For, our, for us control freaks, it's really not easy. But, but when you finally realize you cannot do these things on your own, you will thank him. You will realize that you need him more than you think. God has always been there for you. He knows you exactly. He knows exactly what you need. He knows you more than you know yourself. And he always, always wants the best for you, even if it may not be what you desire in your heart. But let's remember, guys, our hearts are deceitful, okay? Our hearts will never lead us the way that God needs us to, that God wants us to go. And let's open up our Bibles and read Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond care. Who can understand it? Let's let's really let's let's read that again, okay? Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9. It says, "The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond care. Who can understand it?" Our hearts, yes, may, even though we may desire like things, there's it doesn't mean that it's true. It doesn't mean that those desires are right. When we desire things that are not of God, we should not be following them because what is it? The heart is deceitful and beyond care. No one can understand it. None of us can understand what our hearts want. So last but not least, I wanted to also let you guys know, do not let the feeling of loneliness overtake you and create the feeling of depression and anxiety the enemy knows exactly exactly where to hit you hard guys let's remember that the enemy knows where to hit you but when you let god in and you let him change the desires of your heart the only he's the only one that can change the desires of your heart but when you let him do that the enemy will never have the opportunity to prosper to make you fall so let's not forget that At the end of the day, we need to let God be able to transform us. We need to be able to let God take the wheel. We are not going to be able to control our lives the way we want to and think and prosper and being able to get to where we want to go. And once we get to that place where we think we want to be, 
we will not be happy. So once we open up and let God take control, and once we let God change our hearts and our hearts' desires, we will get to places where we thought we would never reach. We will get to places where God will show us that we will be fruitful. He will give us opportunities that will that we thought we would never be able to have. God will lead us down a path that is loving, that is encouraging. God will never leave us astray. God will never leave us on the side of the road, okay? So once we remember that, once we be once we are content with giving everything over to God and handing everything over and living through, you know, a season where it's just you and him, you will start to see opportunities. You will start to see what God has in store for me, for you. And you will start to be able to trust him more and more every day. So I just wanted to conclude, you know, the episode off with that. I just want to leave y'all all down with that note. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but yeah, I hope you guys have a blessed morning day or night whatever time you're listening to this whatever country actually let's talk about that y'all my last episode had like 800 something downloads and i was just like i didn't want to say how happy i am like people from all around the world was listening to it except for russia yeah, except for Russia. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm going to be coming back with more. But I wanted to, you know, I want to be spirit led when I do these episodes. I don't know if God wants me on a schedule or if he wants me to, you know, do it whenever he wants me to. So I'm going to be praying on that. But I hope you guys come and tune in on the next one. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I pray that by hearing this word that you received encouragement. If you want to hear more, check out Psalms 46.5 on YouTube. And also follow or subscribe on whatever platform you're tuning in on. Don't forget to check out Psalms 46.5 on all social media platforms, which is Psalms.46.5. Be sure to tune in on the next one. Bye. God bless.